As a multi-passionate, have you ever felt like you are a jack of all trades, but perhaps maybe a master of none? Maybe you're not feeling like you are the expert or in an authority position when it comes to a certain specific niche, or maybe you just feel like maybe it would be too boring to niche down. Today we talk with Stephanie Gass and she helps us to figure out how to niche down and build an audience all while being multi-passionate by staying true to yourself, yet giving yourself room to really tone in and to focus your energy on that one thing. All right, let's go. Welcome back to the Multi-Passionate Mompreneur Podcast, where we choose to focus our energy, embrace our strengths, and move toward the compelled businesswomen we were meant to be. It's time to free ourselves from the chaos and the constant stream of ideas and build a life of impact and joy that honors our hard stuff, that makes meaning of our losses, and that helps us to make an impact in the world. It's time to finally take our power back and gain the follow through that we've been desperately needing while also learning to leave the swirl behind. I'm Angel McElhaney, motherless daughter, self-discovery junkie, and not so master juggler of my crazy crew. And I believe you can have it all. So put down that to-do list, grab that coffee, and let's get to work one day at a time together. Welcome back. And today I have such a huge treat for you guys. Today we are talking with Stephanie Gass and she is my friend, coach, and mentor. And she is the host of the number one Christian podcast for mompreneurs called the the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. And she has so much value that honestly, you guys will want to stop and take notes. If you are driving, (laughs) don't stop and take notes. I will definitely pop some of these into the show notes, check them out for sure. But first of all, welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thanks, Angel. I'm so excited to be here with all my multi-passionate mamas. This is going to be so fun. I know that you helped me a ton, so I am so excited for you to help my audience because I think there's this whole idea of all of the ideas. Like we are the ideas people, mm-hmm. and sometimes that can seem a little squirrely. Yeah. <laughs> and you've you've helped me so much with clarity, and you are a clarity coach. So If you could tell us, I guess, a little bit about your background and how you came to be a Clarity Coach, and then we could kind of go into how in the world you can help us as multi-passionates to kind of zero in and niche in to what it is we're supposed to do and find that God-led calling. Yeah, for sure. So I definitely didn't start out as a Clarity Coach. Didn't even know that was an actual thing until, I don't know, six months ago. But what's so cool, I believe, is that as we go through life, each thing that we choose, um, ends up preparing us for kind of this ultimate clarity moment, this final destination. And I think that each of us are created with spiritual giftings. I'm a Jesus human. So y'all take me with a grain of salt. If that's not for you, right? Like whatever that means for you. But for me, I think that we are created with these special missions or these special gifts that we are, we are here to give. And the problem is we don't know what they are (laughs) so often. So I started out and, you know, like so many of you probably went to college, master's in accounting and finance, did corporate, the corporate job went under, started network marketing, went top 1% in my network marketing business. The network marketing business crumbled. There I sat going, what am I doing? Who am I? Had a mini life crisis. Okay. At what was that? 29, 30. I then had my second baby guys. And at that point I had found all of my worth and everything that I was, was in work. Okay. It was like, how much recognition can I get? How much money can I make? And so I kept chasing that. And there came this day for me 
in my like roughly 29 or so, when I look down, I've got this newborn, I'm 60 pounds overweight. My businesses have all crumbled and I'm like, this isn't working anymore. I think, I think I'm looking at the wrong things as far as what is value adding to my life. And I'm tired of being a workaholic and I'm tired of being overwhelmed and just putting everything to the back burner except for work. And I kind of had this breakdown moment and I had to kind of come to this piece of paper that changed everything for me, Angel. And if any of you have not been here yet, I do think that this moment comes for everyone where they're like, why am I here? What am I doing here? What, what value have I been created for? And so I sat down with this piece of paper and I'm like, who does God want me to be? How can I be more Christ-like? And I've got to rework my life from the inside out. So I wrote down on the piece of paper, she would lose this weight. She would be healthy. I would be a present loving mama to these kiddos. I would work would be last on the list, right? My husband and I would be best friends and intentional. I would be spiritually driven. I would have a morning routine. I would be energetic. I would be pouring into people that I could serve and help regardless of how much money I made from it. And I wrote all these things on this piece of paper, Angel. And then I laughed at it because I was like, must be nice to be her. <laughs> Got it all together. But what happened is I started to make the intentional choice every day to do something from that sheet of paper. One thing, one thing one thing. And over the course of three years, I actually became the woman on the paper. And it's so weird and it's so amazing. And when you look at my life now, everything I did as a full-time entrepreneur for the past eight years has ultimately prepared me for what I do today, which is I coach women, entrepreneurs to find their clarity moment to figure out that God-led call that's inside of them and then unleash it in a passive way using online courses and podcasting because I believe that we are not created for just one thing. You're created to serve and solve and inspire and transform with whatever your gifting is and we're created to be mamas and we're created to be healthy and to love ourselves and we're created to be wives or spouses or in a relationship, right? So I know that all those things can be true, but I had to go through the ringer to realize it. So that's kind of how I got from there to here. A lot of trust, a lot of prayer. It definitely was not an easy road, but it was a road worth walking. Well, and you said so many good things there. I do know that um, I think it's amazing that you said that in order to get clarity, you kind of had to have the vision and you really had to see who you want to be and then start doing what she does essentially, which is simplifies it so much, but it also makes it to where we want to race to this finish line, but it makes it to where we have to focus on the little things and make the little wins matter, which I think is super important. So when it comes to, cause you mentioned like you're skilled in this area with network, network marketing, you were skilled in this area in the corporate. So I think what it is, is how do we discern on where we're just skilled from and then where we are meant to do, like to go, to run, like what is our, like that, you know, and I know you mentioned the clarity moment and the getting there is probably going in the, you know, doing the stuff, being a trier, which I do think that multi-passionates are amazing because they're brave and they try, <laughs> they just yeah. try it all, a little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> I know oh. that your specialty is podcasting. So yeah how can podcasting or something like this that can overarch for us 
really kind of help us in navigating that? For sure. So let me first speak to the first thing that you brought up, which is how do multi-passionates know the thing, right? And there's a difference between trying different things and then shiny object syndrome and just getting distracted by everything. Two completely separate things. So what I want to say to all of you who are multi-passionate, driven, excited mamas who have the kiddos and the spouses and the households to run and probably a side hustle or a business or a dream in your heart is this. You have to first really do some soul searching to ask yourself, what do I actually want to do? What, what would I have been doing as a kid when no one was looking, right? Like I always use this analogy, go back to like fourth grade. You're in a school play and you're on the stage. Where are you? Are you the lead? Are you running the show? Are you behind the scenes setting up lighting? Are you helping hand out tickets? Are you writing the play? Where are you? Because I think that that simple visualization right there is going to show you and reveal to you so much about who you really are. So that's the first thing is don't try to be something you're not because you see everyone else doing something that looks cool or shiny or more successful. It's only yours. Your gift is only yours. So it starts with your inner work. The second thing it starts with is for me, prayer and journaling. So I had to talk to God long and hard about what do you actually want me to do? I kept doing what I wanted to do when I got into this space. I thought, okay, I'll coach on funnels and I'll coach on Facebook ads and I'll coach on this because I saw everyone else doing that. And when I got quiet enough and I stopped trying, because I'm multi-passionate too and there are many things I can do, but when I got quiet with that and I stopped deciding what was next and I started being led to what was next and I quit getting in my own way, the clients started to come to me. I just started to share how I could be helpful. I was honest about what I didn't know, what I did know. And I started to do what I thought my calling work was. And as soon as I started to do what I thought it was over the, about the course of 12 months, I believe that God fine tuned it for me. He brought me the right clients who asked me the right questions that I went, Oh, I'm actually helping people with clarity. I didn't even know. And then oh, God told me to start a podcast. It actually came to me in a dream. And when I started the podcast, that exploded the brand for me. So A, inner work, B, praying over it. Three, trying something, one thing that you think it is as a multi, the thing you're great at, you're best at, you love. Don't worry about where the money's gonna come from. And then I want you guys to do that one thing for six months without looking up. And this is the hardest thing for multi-passionates because six months is so long to do one boring thing, Steph. But if you don't commit for long enough for the truth to be revealed to you about what's right or wrong about that one thing, you're just constantly distracting yourself from your purpose. You're going to get lost in that. So that's the first part. Any questions on that one, Angel? No, I think all of that is great. And I think that that is the slowing down part that I think a lot of multi-passionates aren't doing. Mm -hmm. And so that might come with maybe waking up earlier or, you know, journaling in that, that journal that we, we kind of tend to start a lot of books and journals <laughs> and leave yeah. them everywhere, but like getting into a sort of ritual or routine where we have time to ourselves. Um, I've been doing like a walk alone, which I'm a people person. I actually get fueled up by people, but I'm noticing with quarantine and just with the pandemic and with everyone here, 
that that has been huge <laughs> just to have some a zone of peace. I know that you mentioned that that happens sometimes for you in the shower and sometimes that's where it is for me too, because that's the only time I'm alone. <laughs> so exactly. Um, like but, the million sure. dollar moments that happen in the shower for me, I, it's crazy. And I think that's exactly what it is. It's you've got to quiet down all of the senses, all of the all of the inflow, right? Because you have inflow from your phone, social media, your kids, your thoughts, everything. And the worries. I mean, and right now more than ever, we just don't know what we don't know about what's coming up. And so the fears, so we have to quiet all the senses in order to hear, I truly believe to hear divine intervention. And there are these crazy moments, Angel, where like in the shower or on the walk, an idea flows in that is literally not from me and I write it down and that idea becomes the podcast, becomes the course that explodes, becomes the idea of the boot camp or the client I forgot to reach out to who ends up spending 5k with me. You never know, but we are just, we are blocking ourselves from the clarity moment. So you've got to, to make the intentional time to get quiet. That's also why an angel knows I preach this like crazy delete the social media apps every weekend. I believe the enemy's number one tool of distraction is social media. And we have to be in control of that as intentional women who have dreams. It means I'm in control of what I allow to control me and my phone will not be one of them. I love that. And it is this whole idea of focusing on what you can control. So even if the world's you know, turning upside down. We actually find out today if we get shut down or what at 530. So everyone, uh, and, and it's like, you know what, uh, that I can't control that. So what can I can control? And I think that that is huge for sure. So what would you say to someone who is a multi-passionate who they decided, okay, I want to do a podcast like Angel and Steph, yeah. and, but what do I do? Because I feel like I'm good at a lot of things, but um, like, what do I talk about how do I figure that out I know that we talked about the inner work and all that but would you say they just need to start and then it'll come to them in the the midst of it doing trying to become that person they wrote down I mean they obviously can schedule a clarity call with you but (laughs) um, but you know what I mean like how how do they go about like the steps they take sure so the first thing you want to think about is who can you help with what you've already done? Here's one thing that I think people leap on, Angel, is they look at what is everyone else doing? What looks juicy? What looks like it's going to make me money? And they do that instead of, and then the problem with that is you're actually not qualified to teach that, talk about that. And it ends up being revealed to you. And I'm saying this because I did it. I'm not pointing fingers at anyone. I am saying this is something I totally was guilty of. And so instead, I want you to ask yourself, what have I done, actually done and completed successfully in my life that other people could benefit from? And y'all, this does not need to be something paid, okay? Let me share something with you. There is a way to monetize, that means make money from anything on the planet. I don't care if you were like, Steph, The only thing I've ever done successfully that other people ask me about is uh, how to do my own pedicures. Okay, we can literally monetize that. Okay, we can make a little pedicure mini class. We can sell that baby for for $9.99. Like, here's the deal. 
any and everything that you do can be monetized. So stop focusing on the money, start focusing on your giftings. And I want you, I can hear you guys thinking right now, you're thinking, oh, but the stuff I've done, it's not big enough. Listen, you are not the judge of how important your spiritual gifting is, right? Some of us have been created to, to specifically raise children. Like your actual call on this planet is to raise children successfully, to be, you're like this incredibly patient, loving mom and you love teaching and inspiring and you're making the Pinterest stuff and you're just so cute. Look, there are other people that want to do that and want to learn that. And there are other people that are listening right now. And maybe your gifting is in the business realm. And you're like, oh my gosh, I am this incredible public speaker. And it's so natural for me. And, and, and other people are like, gosh, I wish I could do that. The thing you got to identify is what you have already done. And you do it so successfully that you probably don't even realize it's a gift, right? Like you don't even like, so let me use angel. For example, Angel had such a hard time identifying what she was so great at because she loves a lot of things, right? And she's so good at so many things. And there was finally this moment for me where I was like, oh my gosh, like you are so great with people, with helping people. She was helping people in their businesses for free, left and right, helping me with my Facebook groups. And Angel has a gift of helping busy, multi-passionate moms kind of realize their worth and then figure out some business strategy for them, like help them through the roadblocks of not believing in themselves enough. But she had to see through all the other little things that she was good at to find the thing that was naturally happening for her. It was so natural that I don't think she saw it. So you've got to figure those things out for yourself. And if you don't know, no, at least find the common denominator. Another example, I'll use Angel because you guys know her. So the example here would be Angel didn't really know for sure. Like, ugh, is it, is it the mom? Is it the mompreneur? Does she work from home? Does she stay at home? Does she want to work from home? We weren't exactly sure yet. So what Angel did is she said, what are the common denominators about this avatar, about this person that would listen to the show that I know for sure? Let's start there and then kind of see what evolves over 90 days to six months. So Angel started with kind of the stay-at-home mom. We started to notice that she actually worked from home. Then we started to notice not only did she work from home, but she's a little squirrely. (laughs) She had a lot of passions. She was a seven, eight on the Enneagram, right, Angel? Like, so now we know she's this multi-passionate, multitasking mompreneur, and it came over time. But you got to start with one ICA, one ideal avatar, and try to get into one niche. Does that start us? Does that help? Yeah. And I think that whole idea that you can be multi-passionate and still have this niche in business is kind of huge because it's not that you have to necessarily focus in on this one niche forever, but for now, like focus on one and run with it for, like you said, six months to a year. And then once that's established, then pivot and have almost like another section of your brand pivot out of that. And one thing I know that you showed me that was huge is if I'm the brand, then that's not such a huge huge, um, like change, you know, I'm not like having to find another website or, you know, do this other thing that I can actually have that control to be able 
to make changes with it still go, um, going under it. And what I think yeah. that is sometimes hard is that we try, some of us try to monetize everything. Yes. So how do you, what do you recommend if we are trying to be like in the flow and like, you know, money comes to me freely and openly and that we have like all of these opportunities to have monetization. How do we discern like when enough's enough, I guess? Yeah. And that's another distraction, distraction tactic, I think is, okay, I could be an MLM and then sell the oils. And then I could also sell my favorite sweater. I could be an affiliate. And then I could sell this course over here because everybody needs Pinterest. Like there's so many ways for you guys to make money online now that there's so many ways to make money online. Like that's the problem in and of itself. So instead of how do I make money online for me, right? How about how do I solve the number one problem that my avatar has right now today? One problem. How do I solve that for her in a deeper implementation level? If you can figure out the answer to that question, you have made all your money problems disappear. I am telling you, like examples. I used to sell network, uh, network marketing skincare. And then I was like, I'll just keep doing that while I run this business. Then I started selling a funnel course. Cause why not? Then I did a mastermind group. Then I sold an attraction marketing handbook. You guys, I was all over the place. And when you're all over the place, you dilute your brand, you dilute the credibility. And here's the worst part, the trust in you as the right person to solve their problem starts to diminish. So instead, I ask myself, what do my angels, I actually call them Lola. So I say, what am I Lola? That's my avatar's name. What does she need desperately? What is she struggling with? And I ask people in my community and I constantly pull in my Facebook groups and I get deep in the DMs, deep. Oh my gosh, y'all. And I'm like, I've got to understand my person. Even if you got two people that you start with, start there. Hey, two people in my Facebook group. I got to talk to you real quick. I'm going to head up in your DMs and ask you some questions because once I identified, oh my gosh, they don't have a way to grow their following online in an easy, simple way. They're trying all these things. They're spending all this money and I know the answer. I know it's podcasting because that's what grows trust and trust equals sales in the future. And then number two, they don't know how to make money without exchanging their time I know how I can teach them to make a course and monetize whatever it is that they teach. When I realized those were my Lola's two hot trigger points, I created the solution, right? I created a podcasting course, which is the number one podcasting course for female entrepreneurs. Now I then started coaching to help them with this clarity because maybe they couldn't get out of their own way. And then third, I coach and help women through masterminds and stuff of how to create passive courses. Once I figured out her problem and I only started solving that problem over and over and over again, I became known for solving that problem. That's when it explodes. That's when revenue explodes. That's when people talk about you left and right. You don't have any more, you don't have any more like distraction about what you teach and what you solve. I love that. And I just wanted to thank you, Steph, again, for coming in and adding so much value. I know you're super busy and you could be doing so many other things. And I just really appreciate this, the time that you take out to pour into my audience. And I just want to leave with one more thing um, before you can let, and then you can let us know where we find you and that sort of thing. But what does multi-passionate mean to you? 
Multi-passionate to me, <laughs> I think it means that we are allowed, okay, not only allowed, we are created to love so many things. We are created to love and serve deeply, and we are not created to love only one thing, okay? So that's what multi-passion means. It means that we are equipped to give and to serve and to solve with our family, with ourselves spiritually, to minister to whatever it is that we do. But it also means as, as far as being multi-passionate that out of all the things that we can do in love and serve, there's one or two things that you were actually created for. And that's the work you have to do is to find out, to discern, to pray, to, to try and try and try again until that one thing is revealed so that you can double down on really making an impact here. I love that. And I do think that um, through a little bit of clarity, alone time, <laughs> and maybe even some journal work, uh, I know that you have a journal that I know that a lot of people might want to check out, especially if they are building that morning routine. Um, did you want to tell us a little bit about that? I'll put it in the show notes too. Yeah. Yeah. I have a journal. It's called With God She Rises. It's for that faith-fueled entrepreneur. And it's a morning routine journal where I really paired together prayer with focused intentionality for your day, both personally and professionally, along with um, an evening prayer and scripture. And I add in the feelings because you guys know we got to get deep in our feelings of how, how do I want to feel today and what is my intention. So that journal is available at withgodsherises.com. Uh, with Love that. All right. And then where can they find you? Yeah. So you guys come listen to my show. There are hours and hours of free training, live coaching in the areas of entrepreneurship, marketing, podcasting, clarity, coaching, anything that has to do with building a business online, you can find over there. And, uh, that's at the mompreneur mastermind show anywhere you guys listen to podcasts and then come say what's up to me on IG. My handle is at Stephanie gas and that's uh, spelled kind of weird. It's Stephanie with an F and then G A S S. And my website is Stephanie gas. Love that. All right. Well, thanks again. And I just wanted to tell all you moms that you are capable, you are strong and you can do the hard stuff. Wishing you joy and abundance, Angel. Now for the takeaways. All right, first of all, you can actually niche down while still honoring your multi-passionate nature. The key is for you to focus your energy on one thing at a time for an extended period of time, even when it feels uncomfortable. Now for the takeaways. All right, so... It is actually possible for you to niche down and still be a multi-passionate. The key is for you to focus your energy for a period of time, six months to a year, and really just go all in on this one thing. And so in doing that, you will need to do some reflection work. Take the quiet time, possibly get off of social media on the weekends, or take that extra hour in the morning and wake up before the kids do so that you can journal, so that you can pray, and so that you can reflect and figure out what in the world I want to do. One good practice I like to tell people to do is to take all your passions and write them down. Take all your life experiences, write them down, and then take all of your hardwiring. We've done plenty of episodes on the Enneagram, on tendencies, and all of these things. Well, the tendencies is in our Facebook group, so make sure you go out, go there to Multi-Passionate Mompreneur. And then you take the median of all those and you see, which one of these really light me up? Which one of these do I want to 
honestly put myself out and monetize. And then the other things that you love to do, make time for them because there is some great value in taking the time to be and to do and to do the things that you want to do without monetizing it. I think sometimes we think, oh, if we monetize this, we can actually make time for us to do this thing that we want to do without having mom guilt, without feeling like we are letting something else slide off of our plate. So mamas, I want to encourage you to do the things and for you to really just look reflectively at all of the things that you do and to realize that it's not that you are a jack of all traits, master of none. It is that you are the talented and very hyper-focused, multi-passionate that has something that the world needs. All right, so if podcasting is something that you're interested in, I've actually helped a couple people along the way, and I am obsessed with our online community. I can speak to the success of the program as well as the community that we have online. So definitely shoot me a DM or I will put in the show notes the program that I use, Podcast Pro University. And yes, I was able to launch in 30 days, guys. And I am squirrely, (laughs) self-proclaimed squirrel mama. All right, it happens. Anyway, I just want to encourage you guys to find your thing and to just run with it. Put your head down for a, a period of time and to just run. Maybe you should put your head up while you run though. (laughs) All right. Anyway, guys, I just want to give you guys that encouragement. And if you found value in today's show, if you learned something new, take the time to write a review. I really love hearing what you're thinking of the show and screenshot that, share it over into stories. I'll share it on mine as well. And let's connect on Instagram, angel.mcelhaney, or shoot me an email at info at Can't wait to hear from you guys. All right, guys, see you later.